This is Stacy Marshall with Printware Magazine. Matt Vasallo with the RhinestoneWorld.com. Richard Greaves with ScreenMaking.com. Brian Walker with RTP Apparel. This is Peter Walsh with MR, and you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. 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 Hosted by Terry Combs. Terry Combs. Terry Combs. And Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Aaron Montgomery. Keep on listening. I don't know if these guys are that regular. Welcome to the show. It is Friday, December 17th, 2021. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me at oursuccessgroup.com. Today, Terry, is our annual show planning for the new year ahead. And uh, so we get real excited about this. Both you and I are, are big planning geeks. I'm sure you've got right. the book of travels. I mean, you've got all the tools there, I'm sure, right in front of you, ready to go. <laughs> yeah, there it is. There it is. So, uh, yeah, great, great stuff. Uh, coming off a fantastic Reggie show last week. So we got to we got to bring it here, Terry. T- today's a big day for us. <laughs> All, right. All right. Can you hear me? I got a little notification. My mic was off, but now it's. Yeah. Oh. All good. We can hear you now. So we're all set. So, um, yeah, so big, big, uh, big show ahead of us here. I'm, I'm super excited and, uh, always love kind of digging into this, Terry. I think this is where, you know, we, we can separate the pretenders from the contenders, the people that are ready to, uh, to do some planning and actually be prepared for the year ahead. <laughs> I just realized I tugged on my microphone cord when I picked up Terry's big book of travel. So <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There we go. So, all right. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'm excited. So I uh, got some people checking in here, Terry. Uh, we've got Chuck. Good morning, gentlemen. I'm, I'm assuming he's using that loosely. So <laughs> I think he's no, probably I'm... talking about Eric. <laughs> probably. <yeah. laughs> Eric shaking his head in the background there. And then we've got Letty. Hello, Letty. Good to see you. Thanks for being here. Uh, I got to chance to actually virtually meet Letty not too long ago. She uh, was part of our Unlocking Your Potential workshop and uh, we had a great time and, and uh, I think uh, was really helpful for everybody. So great job, Letty and uh, Christine Shreve. Good morning. I feel like I just saw Christine because I did. I got to be interviewed. I was the fifth man on the Women in Business podcast, nice. Terry. So I, I, that's <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm on one hand. I guess. <laughs> That's kind of a big deal. <laughs> uh, so it was fun. No, we, we got to, uh, it, it was myself and my wife, and we got to talk about how we, how we do business together as a married couple. And, and uh, it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And uh, I, I learned a lot. And uh, hopefully I shared some things too. So <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. So great. Kristen checking in and Lenny, good morning. And Sheila, good morning. So thank you all for tuning in this morning. Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're going to be talking about the annual show that we always do about planning for the new year, Terry. So um I don't know if you saw any other news items, and and I don't necessarily have a news item, but if I could uh, maybe throw out a little call for help, I guess would be there, what I, I need to do here this morning. Um, so it's like I, breaking uh, news, <laughs> yeah, kind of breaking news, but kind of more like help. Um, so I have been asked and, and accepted the role as the new National Technical Committee Chairman for the National Skills USA Graphics Image imaging sublimation competition i had to look and make sure i got it all right it's uh, i don't think that'll be going on the business card but um <laughs> so uh yeah i'm uh, responsible for making sure that the uh skills usa competition which is going to be back in person this year is uh, going off without a hitch uh this year it's going to be held in atlanta georgia 
uh, June 23rd and 24th. So anybody out there that's involved in the sublimation world and would like to uh, see how you can get involved in this program, it's a fantastic program uh, where basically it's an opportunity to help kids, uh, high school kids typically, mainly there are some post high school uh, competitors as well, but just young people that are going to be in our industry. Um, Printing United also chairs the uh, the sublimation. I'm sorry, sublimation. The screen printing competition. So if you're in that side of the the world too, uh, you can reach out to me and I can get you in touch with those guys to participate there. We need judges that are going to be there live. Um, we need people to donate supplies. We need people to donate some equipment and. And we need people to uh, be part of the technical committee with me as well. Um, that things are kind of already set and moving in place for this year, but certainly want to get my group together going forward here. And um, re really excited about this, but also a little bit overwhelmed. So that's why I'm calling for help. <laughs> um, and uh, so if you want to reach out to me by email, uh, Aaron at tworegularguys.com. And anyone and everyone that's even closely related to the sublimation world should definitely reach out to me. Uh, this is how we build up our, our industry. And this is how we, we get the tide to rise. A rising tide lifts all boats, right? So that's what. <laughs> Aaron, isn't uh, isn't this event traditionally in Louisville? Or is it, it, does it, it, move it has been. So this will, um, it has traditionally been in Louisville. And they have moved now to the Georgia World Congress Center out there in Atlanta. I didn't really ask why. But uh, um, yeah, so all of the other years that I've been to the national competition, it uh, uh, it was always in Louisville, so now it's a little longer drive, but that's okay. And uh, and Christine says Nikki would be awesome for your committee. I, I actually wrote her down on my notes, and she's coming on the show soon, so I will pin her down on that. Do you mean <laughs> Nikki Ademkowitz? Ademkowitz, thank you. There we go. <laughs> see, I see Christine actually said it on the program the other Wednesday when we were on with her, and I, I wanted to say, hey, I think you're just kind of showing off now, but now, now you are too, Terry. So. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly <laughs> I what it. I was doing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So let, let's see here. Um, we got a Facebook user joining us here. So, uh, that, that's odd. We haven't had one of those in a while, but um, it was so awesome to be part of it last year. And then uh, these kids have an amazing future in front of them. Our industry is in the right hands for sure. I love that. Um, so thank you very much. So anyhow, that's my that's my quick ask, Terry. Um, <laughs> All right. <laughs> I know you were involved with the uh, the screen printing uh, competition last year, yeah, it though was, it was virtual, so a little bit different. Yeah, but uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was just me sitting here at my desk watching video after video. But uh, it was very cool what the kids were doing, and uh, so it was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, uh, well, I was actually talking to one of the gentlemen from the Skills USA corporate office yesterday, and uh, we were kind of trying to figure out how to explain to people what it what's what that experience of actually going to nationals. And I, I would encourage anybody that can get out there to to just show up and and encourage and kind of see the breadth of everything that goes on at skills USA. I mean, there's kids working on HVACs, there's kids working on big diesel engines. There's, you know, an outdoor pavilion area with all sorts of stuff going on out there. Um, the army shows up in a big way, but then you've also got things like, uh, kids that are making video games and, and, um, uh, doing videos and, uh, nails and hair and uh, I mean, cooking the whole <laughs> breadth of things. So what, what he came up with the gentleman, Darren, that I was speaking to, it's like, you can see the grand Canyon in pictures and go, okay, that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. 
But if you until you actually go to the Grand Canyon, you don't quite get how massive it is. And and that's kind of what <laughs> Nationals is like, too, to me. <laughs> so <laughs> there we go. I was, in fact, at the Grand Canyon about three weeks ago. So, yes, <laughs> it is pretty amazing, isn't it? It's, it's just I mean, the pictures are, are, are fantastic. But to be able to kind of go, oh, this is a big canyon. <laughs> Take a step back. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, hold on to the kid a little tighter. Yep, exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, th- that's my call for help. Uh, so if anybody wants to reach out to me, Aaron at tworegularguys.com. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate that support. Uh, right. Terry, it's time for a dad joke. <laughs> am I am I uh, reading dad joke today? Yeah, I think uh, you know you, okay. you do such a good job delivering these anyway. So we're, we're gonna <laughs> let you do bring this one to us. All right, all right. Well, we have another Christmas dad joke and uh, another contribution from our friend Lisa Shaw. So you ready? I am. All right. Why is Santa afraid to be stuck in the chimney? I don't know why he's afraid to be stuck in the chimney. Because he has claustrophobia. <laughs> claustrophobia. Claustrophobia. Yes. All right. Christmas awesome. jokes. I love it. Yep. All right, uh, Aaron, before we go any further, we want to thank everyone for checking out the Two Regular Guys podcast. We are always looking for new guests. We've got a lot of slots to fill for 2022. Uh, if you'd like to join us or know somebody, uh, go to calendly.com slash two, the number two regular guys, uh, with your show ideas. If you are listening to the podcast version of the show, um, please share with your friends and so they can become regulators too. We would appreciate you giving us a review on any, uh, podcast place that you're listening. We're at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon Podcasts. We are everywhere. <laughs> and if you're watching us live right now. Please join in with your comments and questions. If you have suggestions for, for planning for the coming year, we'd love to see you uh, doing that and, uh, and joining, in, joining in. So uh, let's move on, Aaron. Let's do it for sure. Yeah. Um, the It's always, you always bring that part and then I'm always giggling in the background about something else, you know, so I apologize <laughs> again, but uh, we had uh, that joke slayed. Um, so. <laughs> all right. Uh, from last week's joke. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This one's awesome. going to slay you. <laughs> yes. It's going to slay you. I love it. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's hear, uh, actually just watch a quick video here from our success group about what's new in 2022 here for us. <laughs> Well, um, check that out. If you want to uh, learn more, just head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash uh, sale, and you'll see all the new happenings over there at Our Success Group. So, all right. Well, um, let's go ahead and dive into this planning if you're ready, Terry. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you want to uh, uh, talk about what we uh, talk, what we discussed last year? 
Let's yeah, let's do that. Um, I, in fact, if you don't mind, I can go ahead and start us off a little bit and then sure. uh, we get into that. And um, yeah, so last year, uh, the first thing that I had on my list was um, <laughs> it's always funny to go back on these before I get there, actually, Terry, because <laughs> you kind of go, oh, yeah, I remember where I was at. Right. So what I'm sharing is probably coming from my lens at that point. Um, <laughs> right. I, I was coming off of a, a crazy couple of years where uh, the holiday season was so wild that uh, I barely had time to jump on to regular guys and uh, was finally to a point where I didn't have to do that anymore. So right, number right. one for <laughs> number one for me was to check the work life balance and then prioritize what what's important to you and not let everybody else's uh, uh, priorities be what controls our 2021 at that particular point. So that was my first one, Terry. What about what was your first one last year? Uh, I talked about purchasing new equipment, products and supplies in a in a COVID world. So something that I want to touch on again, but from a different angle. Nice, nice. I love it. That's awesome. All right. Well, the second thing for me last year was are you checking the boxes for you? <laughs> and again, huh, where was I? No, but meaning, uh, do you have this, again, are you putting yourself first? Are you putting other people first? And when, when you think about it from that regard, you kind of go, oh, well, shouldn't we put other people first? Well, not necessarily. It's kind of like uh, when, if you've ever been on an airline and uh, there's a kid next to you, the flight attendants always tell you to put on your mask first. We need to check the boxes for us. We need to put on our mask first, because if we don't, then we can't actually help other people. We're not living in our greatness zone. We're not doing the things that we need to do for us. So it's not selfish. It's actually better. Um, you're actually being less selfish by putting your mask on first, so to speak. So check those boxes for you. So that was my number two. What about your number two, Terry? You know, uh, Aaron, uh, looking back at our previous year's notes, the year before this, you weren't even on this show. Aaron and I, or Eric and I did it <laughs> because you were so busy. Yeah, yeah it was the, the last push before the holiday rush right. was over. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't All right. So those days. <laughs> my next one was uh, let's start firing customers. That is so <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. That, that was a good one, Terry. I, I think that uh, people understanding that they need to, again, it's not like, Oh, they're terrible. You're terrible. It's like, this is your business. You have to control it and you have to do business with the people that are right for you. So exactly, um, that right. was a great one. Love it. All right. And then uh, my final one last year was, discover or refine your why um, and, and kind of tied back into all the other things I was kind of talking about. But why is it that we do this every day? Why is it that uh, we're part of this community? Why is it that uh, we are here? And when you start with that, why from a famous book by a gentleman named Simon Sinek, then everything else is more clear because people understand. And then the what's become start showing up as, as you move forward towards your why. So um, really important stuff there, Terry. Yeah. Uh, how about your last one? <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny because uh, mine was what worked and didn't work during the COVID year as if it was over. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if only I'd realized, you know, yeah. that, that, uh, we, we, we have another COVID year ahead of us and, uh, and, and who knows yeah. for, for the future. But, uh, but you know, um, this particular one, Aaron, was uh, more specifically, and I guess I should have worded it like this, it, during a crisis, what's working, what's not working to make your business survive. So yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. I like it. Uh, that was great. Um, perfect. 
a couple quick comments here from the uh the regulators uh barb says good morning aaron and terry good morning everyone so uh, barb thanks for being here and then jarita made it in thank you jarita uh crystal uh, this is perfect this is exactly what i was trying to say um have to prioritize filling your own cup sometimes you can't pour from an empty cup so there you go love it all right terry well shall we dive into 2022 let's let's do you uh you, how about if you go first sounds great i i will take that honor um, so the very first thing I think that we need to kind of be aware of when we're planning for 2022 here and getting into it, we're, we're coming to that week between Christmas and New Year's. A lot of times people are slowed down then, um, you know, you have all the excitement of the, the Christmas holiday for those to celebrate that. And then, you know, some downtime where there's other than people returning stuff or whatever, <laughs> there's not a whole lot going on out there. Um, and, and until you get to the new year holiday. So the number one thing for me, I think is that we need to have a process. We, we need to, honestly, everything in our business should be process related. We have to kind of get it to, to a process. And, and I'm not saying that it's gotta be like this super regimented all the time, but, but the more you do something in a process the better you're going to get at it and therefore the more efficient you're going to get at it so planning is to me is just the same way it's it's having a process so you know just committing to that planning is a is certainly a great start but you definitely need to have a little bit more than just saying okay i'm going to plan for 2022 because like what does planning actually mean <laughs> i think it means different things to different people and that's okay everybody's version of planning is totally fine for them but you have to make sure that you're clearly determining that um, that way, the other people around you that are involved in your business and solopreneur or not, there are other people around you involved in your business one way or another, they have to understand kind of where you're coming from with this stuff. So, um, and then when we, the other thing about this Terry is that we need to make sure that this planning is something that we hold sacred and that we put it on a calendar. We make sure that it happens. It's not just kind of, 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there. It's, it's a very focused kind of thing. Um, and that, that has very focused kind of questions that you ask yourself. Um, uh, Einstein and I, I won't get the quote exactly right, but he once said that, uh, if he had, uh, 60 minutes to solve a problem that was life-threatening to him, that he would spend the first 55 minutes asking questions because the answer comes from asking the right question. Uh, so, you know, what, what questions you can ask yourself uh, about looking back and, and then to be able to look forward. Uh, the la last two things, actually, sorry, I got a lot here, <laughs> um, is that inside of your process, again, when you're kind of defining what planning means for you, you do need to make sure that you're involving other stakeholders. Like I said, even if you're a solopreneur, there are other stakeholders, whether that's a family member, a friend, a sounding board, a accountability partner, um, that kind of thing. So make sure that they're involved to, to whatever extent is right and, and go from there. And then kind of to wrap this, my section up here in this one, Terry, it, it just make it a repeatable process so you can get better at planning every year. You know, for, for me, um, every year I kind of answer the same questions, but then tweak them and say, okay, what, what, what do we need to do a little bit differently here? And, and actually my wife and I get together, our, our neighbors make fun of us because we have a, a date night that we're, we're just looking ahead to 2022 and that's going to be happening. And, and we spend, you know, we actually get out of the house. We, um, get a babysitter 
and we spend a couple, three hours, four hours and, and go to a coffee shop or something like that. And, and just work through this stuff and, and talk it all out and figure out where things are going to go. So we have that repeatable process. So that's, that's my ideas, Terry, what's so, any follow-up on that? Well, yeah. So having a process isn't like a new year's resolution. Is that what you're saying to us? That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I always like to post on Twitter about January 15th. Okay. Here's my new year's resolution. Uh, no more pro procrastinating, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but, but you know, uh, you know, Aaron, when you said get out of the house, that, that is, perfect advice for this that's that's uh, that's the takeaway that i would like our listeners to 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 use when um i worked uh, at jones mitchell sportswear in kansas city all the managers would would go away for an entire weekend and everybody had an assignment and gave a presentation at um at some resort or some place where we yeah. went and it was day-long planning sessions for the coming year but you know, if we tried to do that in the office, there's no way because, yeah. you know, that phone rings, you got to answer it. Somebody yeah. knocks on the door. Somebody walks through your door, talks about an order. Well, you drop what you're doing. But if you get away and in and, and your personal life and your business life, um, also by leaving uh, and, and doing this, it's a it's uh focusing on that subject yeah. and rather than trying to, to do it there in your home or in your business. So, yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, thank you. And I, I appreciate you bringing that side of it up. That's actually something that I, I learned from, from my dad when I was a kid, because that's what they did inside their accounting firm. He and the other partners would do a retreat, like you said, go to a resort or something like that. As a kid, I just thought it was a cool vacation, right? You know, we got to yeah. go away and while they were locked in a hotel room somewhere, we were out doing the the fun stuff. So, you know, right. make, it, <laughs> make it something fun. Those were accountants and they like, hey, we can write this off. Let's go somewhere fun. <laughs> you know, one of the places we went to totally, totally in the side that uh, years later, I saw it on Ghost Hunters as a place where, <laughs> where they went and did an investigation. I'm like, holy crap, I stayed in that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> did you see any ghosts? <laughs> I didn't see any ghosts. <laughs> no. All right. Uh, All real right. quick, before you get to yours, Terry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, Ramona just had a good comment that I'd like to throw in there. Um, I live by my daily structure. I have a few new elements I need to add and make sure I follow through. The new year is a great time to set this up, a, a fresh start. So. I uh, agree with that Excellent. completely, Ramona, that the, the cycles that we go through an annual cycle is, is just pretty common for humans. And so don't fight it and just go with it. Right. It's a fresh start. <laughs> All right, Terry, what about you, sir? All right. Uh, mine is a look at the changes your business went through during the 2021 version of COVID and uh, determine what you want to keep. And, and and this is different than my last year, because as I said, um, last year was was a crisis view. Hey, what's working? How am I going to keep my doors open? Um, this year, I think it's going to be more a reflection about, uh, you know, there, there's a silver lining to all kinds of thinking, right? Yeah. And and yeah. Um, this year, it's take a look at it and say, you know, we went through these changes, and and what am I going to take away from it? What 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 good things came of it? And uh, you know, I, I talk to a lot of people in the industry, and uh, uh, especially, for instance, uh, about trade shows. A lot of people kind of reach out to me and say, "Hey, what are you guys doing, or what are you thinking about for the coming year?" And yeah, I think that there's tons of reevaluating going on right now. And <clears throat> Aaron, you you know that uh, lots of people over the years have said. Hey, you know, there are too many trade shows. We should all get together 
and and only do these and and there are companies that tried that i know mnr several years ago said okay we're only doing these five shows and and they pulled out of all the other ones but they slowly crept back but <laughs> yes <laughs> but, but i think that uh, i think that lots of companies are saying okay, here's how much business we did in 2021 when there basically weren't any trade shows. And, and hey, more power to the folks that, you know, Irving, um, uh, the the NBM show and and uh, and uh, some of the other shows that that did happen. But I think that people are sitting back right now and, and looking at the way they do business and uh, maybe maybe focusing more on doing uh, you know uh, online classes and training or, or things like that. I know uh, Jay uh, Basell at Equipment Zone announced this week that that we have done 100 uh, webinars and video trainings that are on the internet, and and I, I was surprised by it. But uh, you know, I basically this: take a look at the way you were doing business this year. Think, look at the things that have changed. And, uh, and maybe refocus how you go about selling, how you go about producing products, how you go about, uh, marketing. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah Terry, I always look at that as, is it kind of in, in this vein where take a look, like you said, take a look at what, what's, what was working and then figure out how you can amplify that, do more of it or, or, or make it amplify. And then take the things that didn't work. And instead of, you know, beating yourself up and saying, oh, that was a failure, I, I blew it, you know, things didn't work out, say, okay, that was valuable, valuable feedback. I know that I need to avoid that because of this. And, and so it, it's, it's, again, amplify what's working, and then avoid or figure out ways to do differently the things that didn't work. And, and I think you've got a, got a winning formula there. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Hey, Terry, uh, Kristen had, had a question here, and I thought based on what you were talking about, too, uh, this might be good to uh, put it out there. Uh, she says, currently in the process of deciding which industry show to attend this year, disappointed that Dax Minnesota is not happening. So what, what are your thoughts on that? Like I said, some people are are kind of not going to as many. Now, I personally think that that's a uh, our industry, we've got to touch and feel it just, it, it is the way that it is. So um, what are your thoughts there? Well, um, I, I always tell people uh, definitely go to at least one trade show a year. And, and, and first the thing to do is find out which one is closest to you because most companies are going to be at all those events. Um, you know, there, there are some folks who are regional that only do this one or that one, uh, you know, where I do my classes, Atlas Screen Supply, they all their, their regional com companies. So they do Midwest trade shows, but, mm -hmm. but go to one that's closest to you, probably um, the, the two national shows are, are going to be uh, Impressions Expo in Long Beach, uh, which yeah. is about five weeks away or less. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then of course uh, Printing United, um, Printing United is is a massive show. Uh, I always tell people go to that show at least once in your life because it'll show you the enormity of the industry and and uh, it, it's an opportunity to take some seminars from folks who don't do seminars at all the shows. There's yeah. some folks who only do events or seminars at. Uh, Printing United, what used to be the SGIA show. So yeah. uh, find out what's closest, and uh, and uh, and but make sure you go. Yeah, yeah, definitely make sure you go. And and I think the other thing there, Terry, that I would add to that is, you know, 
what are what are your goals for that show? What, what, what you know, what's the reason for going? And and like Terry said, I, I think everybody should go to at least one. But you can also kind of get a sense of what which show to go to based on what your goals are. You know, each show's got a little different feel and flair to it. You know, um, I think the folks over at Graphics Pro have done a great job with their two day shows. Um, and, and they also have some three day shows. So it's just a different look and feel um, of that. And, and so that can mean different things. You know, if you're, you're going to learn new stuff, then, you know, look at what the education is surrounding it and stuff like that too. So um, I, I think there's going to be lots of great opportunities in 2022, fingers crossed to get back out there. And um, so. Well, just, and Aaron, when you, when you said, uh, what are your goals? Uh, you know, I think a lot of people just go to be going. And, and I love that idea. When I used to take, uh, I would take my production floor supervisors to trade shows. And again, every one of them had an assignment. While you're there, I want you to find out about this. And part of it was, yes, we need that information. Part of it was uh, for them to understand and, and, and uh, uh, not assume it's a vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> go, there, go, to there, go there to accomplish something. Yeah, and, and one of the things you can go to accomplish is the networking. I, I think the networking doesn't get enough uh, talk because our, our industry trade shows do such a great job at the education, and there's a lot of talk about that. But the networking is also important. I actually learned that outside of, of our industry, too. I was coaching volleyball for a while, and they have an annual convention that's kind of that kind of thing, and they've got lots of educational programs there and stuff like that. And I was talking to some of the coaches that are uh, from the the bigger schools that have been doing this for 30, 40 years. And they said, hey, you know, the education's great, but I come to this every year because I, and it's my opportunity to kind of have that networking op opportunity. You know, we, we might see each other in passing as we go throughout the season, but to be able to like sit down with another coach, in our case, sit down with other decorators and just kind of have that opportunity to, to learn and grow off from each other is, is a cool experience too. So, um, you know, Kristen, if you're, you were kind of looking at the Dax Minnesota show, um, then, you know, you've got the Dax Chicago show up that way. Uh, NBM does a great show up in Indy. So kind of that, that Northern Midwest area up there, I think those are worth looking at for sure. So, um, well, and you know, Aaron, uh, that, that networking is exactly where two regular guys came from. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and then sitting at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. No, you're exactly right, Terry. Um, all right. A couple more comments here before I get into mine, if that's okay, Terry. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so Wendy says, uh, Mike and I each have a business journey book. We have set questions. We answer each year. Example, what do you like about the business? We don't look back on our previous answers until we write this year's response. It's been a great way to track our business journey. Oh, that's really cool. I love that. Yeah, that, that's thanks. That's for, excellent. For sharing, Wendy. Uh, Barb says, one of the things I will keep using is video conferencing with clients. Easy way to, to converse with clients and show them design samples and stay on track with projects. That's awesome, Barb. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I remember talking about this when COVID was just first starting to happen that, there's going to be some things that happen that are going to end up being like, gosh, why didn't we do this before? Right. And, and I think that's one of them. I, I feel the same way. I, I despise being on the telephone, but I will jump on a zoom call with people like, like that. So I don't know why that is, but it's just, maybe I would get used to this Terry. I don't know. <laughs> you know, you know that, that's really, really interesting because it's something that uh, I had done really for the first time this week. 
and and it was it was awesome. I felt when I hung up, I felt like that was like meeting somebody at a trade show, and and so you've got a face in front of you, and 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 you uh, you know you can see their expression, you can you can hear the tone of their voice. Um, yeah. So uh, excellent idea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rug says have a plan, work the plan. Continuing your educational growth should be part of that plan, either online or at shows. Most of this training is free. Take advantage of it. Of course, I'm biased to the Graphics Pro Expo, which Rugs is a part of. Um, so, <laughs> yes, I understand. But we're not, right? We we, we like all the shows, Terry. So, uh, and we do like the, the Graphics Pro. Equally, shows. Rugs. Equally. We equally, like them all equally. equally. Yeah. <laughs> all, all our children. <laughs> um, Christine says, networking at trade shows is the best. I went to Impressions Expo Fort Worth last year, simply to meet people and come away with ideas for my show, connections for Apple K Getaway, and some great new relationships. There we go. Um, and then Ramona says, I, I've loved the idea of Apple K Getaway for the networking. And as always, I'm all about ongoing education. So um, excellent. Yeah, let's see. Oh, Lenny says, I like the idea of the business journey book. You guys are on fire today. I love it. Thank you, yeah. regulators. Uh, Keith says, networking is key have made some of my best friends from them really a second family awesome all right well terry i got way off track there where are we at is it my turn here it's your turn man <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna keep going <laughs> all right um we can't do this as a two-parter <laughs> i know i know you're right you're right okay well we're good hey we're halfway there and i think we're just over halfway done or getting to halfway done all right um so my next point here, Terry, for planning for 2022 is what are the metrics you will be using to track your progress? So it's it's one thing to plan and, and have a great plan, but if you then don't follow it or track it and figure out if it's actually working or not, then it doesn't really do you a whole lot of good. So planning is all about that improving the future before it happens. It's our, it's our opportunity to create something before we actually create something where we're creating it in our mind. And so we have to track it somehow. Um, so to track it, we go back to what I started with, have a process, but you have to have a tracking system. I think the saying goes, you, you manage what you measure, right? Is that, <laughs> I think that's about right. Um, so, so have, have some metrics that you're going to look at and, and then, you know, quarterly, monthly, whatever it is for you at the half year mark, whatever you go back and say, okay, are we actually, A, is the plan working? B, are we following the plan? Um, and, and you do that by looking at, at numbers. So, and then one other, two other points here, Terry, actually, um, you want to skip the, what people call vanity metrics because they feel good. They look good. They're, they're, they're great to share because, you know, it makes everybody feel good, but it doesn't actually improve your business in, in any way, shape or form. So, you know, these would be things like, um, your social media followers and, and I'm not picking on you, Terry, I promise. <laughs> um, I didn't even think about that until this very second, <laughs> but you know, it, it's, it's great that you've got lots of social media followers. And again, I'm not talking to Terry, same, same here. We've got plenty of business people on our page or how many people are in your group and all that other stuff. And right. that's awesome. And that's a start. But at the end of the day, that's not going to move the needle. You know, you may have a lot of people that just don't engage or interact and, and it, it's not going to really do much for you. So don't track that number as like, this is what I'm focused on. Um, another one that people like to track that 
you know, again, not a terrible thing to track, but, but if you're basing all of your business on this, you're going to potentially miss some really big road bumps along the way. And that's total sales. Um, you know, so, it, uh, you know, if I wanted to be a hundred thousand dollar a year company and I was willing to spend $200,000 a year, I guarantee I could do that. In fact, I could do that in about 30 seconds. I could say, Terry, <laughs> I'm going to give you $200,000. You give me $100,000 of that back as a sale. And now I'm a $100,000 business, right? So yeah. you, you, if you're looking at total sales, the, the overhead numbers, the costs could get away from you if that's all you're focused on. And then lastly, number of customers. Um, I've seen this a lot too, where we're like, oh, I've got to get new customers, got to get new customers, got to get new customers. But people aren't tracking the other side of that is, well, how many customers are leaving and going somewhere else? You know, that that was a number that uh, was always looked at pretty heavily at, at Coastal Business. And it always worried the hell out of me because you know, we always talked about, oh, we got 30 new customers a day. But I knew the reality was that if we weren't doing things right, we were also losing 30 plus customers a day. So, you know, you got to kind of figure out which numbers work for you. I, I typically like to look at look at things from a um, well, in fact, I kind of have a little equation of the metrics that I like to use. And so to make that metric work, worth measuring, it should be um, this kind of formula. I thought it was fun to put it into a formula. So consistent data that you can reproduce. That's the first important part of a metric to track. The second part of the formula is then you multiply that by how many actionable tactics come out of measuring that data. Can, can I make a change to my business that's going to help? And then if those two things together uh, equal increased customer satisfaction, then you've got a metric that's worth measuring. So that's my my thought on that, Terry. What are your I, thoughts there? I, I love it. You know, let me give you an example of of just tracking total sales and a real life example. Yeah. Uh, I worked with a company once where the sales department said, "Hey, we want to do this promotion next year where this this particular product category we want to discount it way down." And uh, just to, you know, maybe get, get some new customers or yeah. add to our sales. Well, our sales were a little bit higher for the year, yeah. but at the end of the year, our profitability was way down because what happened was, for instance, if, if this store that bought from us spent a thousand dollars with us, well, they, they spent that thousand dollars on the discounted product. Yeah. And so we made way less money and it was like a panic at the end of the year, like, where's our profitability and you start digging into it going oh my gosh they we we they they took those same dollars from over here at good profit and moved them over here at crappy profit so <laughs> you know it's uh, it, that, that if you just looked at total sales you you know which which was what happened for a good part of the year yeah uh, at the end of the year we were like oh boy are, are we gonna have to lay people off because yeah. of the sale <laughs> <laughs> our, our total sales went up and we've got to lay people off i mean we, <laughs> right. we, we've seen that terry we've been involved in that before so <laughs> we have indeed we have indeed yeah, yeah aaron yeah. and i go way back in the business world <laughs> yes we do <laughs> and it wasn't either of our doings though i promise exactly. we learned a lot <laughs> all right terry well what's your next one here well, I want to talk uh, again because I'm kind of a nuts and bolts guy in, in this conversation every yep. year. And I want to talk about equipment purchases for 2022. And uh, lead times right now, folks, are real and they are not going away. So 
and, and I bring this up mainly because I have people call me up and say, hey, I want to I want to get a conveyor dryer before the end of the year. And I'm like, oh, that is not happening. Well, what do you what do you mean? Because conveyor dryers right now uh, with most, if not all manufacturers are 10 to 12 to 14 weeks out. So if you're planning on purchasing something, you know, you need to you need to be talking to your suppliers right now. Heat presses, uh, heat presses are out uh, six to eight weeks. So there's there's no buying one and getting it by January, you know, the, the day before January 1st. Uh, so uh, if you're looking at 2022 purchases, you know, look, look out a ways. Uh, Plastisol Inc., there are um, manufacturers, or let me rephrase that. There are uh, distributors who are limiting their sales to people who have already been buying ink from them. They're not taking new customers because of limited supply. Yeah. So um, it, it's not like, uh, you know, of course, some manufacturers have always had big windows. Uh, there, there are some automatic press manufacturers that are six months out. Wow. So you buy it today. And six months from now, you're going to get it. So um, keep keep <laughs> but, that in mind when you're when you're thinking. Okay, this summer I'm going to buy a dryer. Well, you better buy it this spring if you want it this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. So Terry, is there like a big parking lot full of conveyor dryers and heat presses sitting out there just waiting for a part, like the cars out in the world? That is exactly it. That's it. <laughs> you know, if if there's if there's a hundred, if there's a thousand pieces in a dryer. If there's one part missing, they can't ship it to you. <laughs> that's that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In fact, Barb said I ordered another heat press and it won't be here until March or April. So it yeah. is real. Confirmed. Well, you, you, you know what we do at Equipment Zone as an example? Uh, if the heat presses we're shipping today, we actually bought about eight weeks ago, and and today we're buying heat presses for people who buy them from us two months from now. So we're, we're, we're having to pre-buy all these heat presses just so that we could provide them to customers. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's what you, that your suppliers out there are making huge investments because of, of these issues as well. So if you see prices going up, that sort of thing, that's, that's part of it is because they're having to spend a lot of money out of pocket months ahead of time before yeah. they can ever ship it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that that I think probably another thing to for people to be aware of as you're planning for 2022, um, just along with these equipment purchases, like you just said, prices are going to be going up. Um, you know, and, and this is across the board, not just in our industry. Uh, like I, someone told me about this. I did not read it, so I can't take credit for it. I don't know all the details because I didn't really go and look, but something like 20% increase in General Mills products, you know, your cereals and stuff like that. I mean, yeah. these are massive increases. So inflation is going to be happening. There's going to be some big, you know, people are going to be trying to recover. And so we'll see, we'll see how that all, all I, levels I, out. I did, I did hear the uh, press secretary for the president comment the other day. Well, the reason meat prices are higher are because of the meat conglomerates. <laughs> I thought, what really? <laughs> Meat conglomerates. <laughs> wow. All right. Well. Um. So yeah. I mean, again, we're not trying to scare anybody. We're, we want you guys to know the reality of things out there. And and when you're planning, again, like Terry said, if you're going, oh yeah, cool. I'm gonna you know get that new. First of all, is there something? Oh, I don't know. I think we're we're gone and we're back. Okay, we're gone <laughs> and we're back. Okay. Yeah. Eric says we're fine. Thank you, Eric, for 
again, keeping the wheels rolling as smoothly as possible with, with us, that's always a challenge. Um, <laughs> so Terry, I guess what I was trying to say is we're, we're not, you know, trying to like scare people and, and freak them out and make you go buy a whole bunch of stuff. As you're planning, you got to look at it a little bit differently. I think, you know, 2019 and before we, we got a little bit spoiled in that, you know, you need something, you order it and it shows up tomorrow. Right. I mean, exactly. everybody dealt with the dealing with the shirt uh, shortages and, and kind of, you know, it, where it's all located. So he used to have, you know, you could go and order something from a place that was one day away from you. And and now you look at this inventories and you're going, OK, well, they got a whole bunch, but it's on the other side of the country. So that's a oh, huh. Um, so, it, it, well, you know, there, there, there's leveling out. There's, a, there's one manufacturer uh, that, that I spoke with who they hadn't raised their prices in seven years. And, and within the last six months, they've had to raise prices three times because they just couldn't do business any longer by, by absorbing rising costs. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and so we all have to make sure that we understand that and that we're communicating with our customers that, that these things are real and the reality of it. And it, it's all about educating and, and getting out in front of them. And, and instead of trying to ask for forgiveness later through some really crappy, you know, email that gets sent out or, or letter from the president kind of thing, you know, <laughs> that you need to be actually having conversations with your customers and say, Hey, this is reality. You know, I'm not, not trying to scare you. I'm, I'm trying to show you what's going on. How do we do, how do we work together to, you know, absorb these things together and, and, and move forward. So, um, yeah. So Marion says, I'm raising prices, tired of working for pennies. There you go. Good. Uh, I like that. <laughs> yeah. If, if one thing comes out of this whole, uh, planning show, Terry, everybody go raise your prices at least 5%. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> done. Boom, done. Can, yeah. See you next year. <laughs> <laughs> totally. All right, fine, Terry. We'll do a couple more then. How about that? <laughs> All right. Well, um, as Terry gets to the nuts and bolts, I get to the let's get up in the clouds. No, um, <laughs> that's why we're so good together here, Terry. Exactly. Um, so my next part is that we need to uh, set clear goals that include how much and by when. And so as we're planning, part of that is like, OK, looking forward, what do we want to do? But we need to have a target. We need to have a goal that we're shooting for. But most people end up setting a goal that, you know, I want more sales uh, or, or my goal is to add to the number of customers. But really, um, and, and maybe you've heard this quote before that a, a goal without a plan is just a wish, which is 100 percent true. Um, but the other part of this is a goal without a due date is actually just a dream. So we have to include how much and by when when we're setting our goals for the coming year. And um, then the other important part of being able to set a goal and make it clear is that it has to be understood by somebody else, by a third party, um, not because you always have to have a third party verify it, but because if it's not verif verifiable by a third party, you and the other people around you might not be able to easily know, are we getting towards our goal or do we need to make changes? So. Um, you know, so for example, if I said to Terry, Hey, I, I'm going to, um, you know, increase the number of customers, you know, he could kind of go, okay. But if, if he was then charged with six months later, coming back and saying, Hey, Aaron, did you reach your goal? And, and without me having to explain a whole bunch, he could go, okay, do you have 30 new customers? It's June 15th or whatever the number is. So <clears throat> we need to make it confirmable by a third party. And then 
the next step for me is after setting those goals to also include an affirmation, um, just a way to, we've got to build the confidence that we can do it. If we, if, if we set a goal and then our subconscious is saying, you can't do that, guess what? You're going to be focused on all the reasons why you can't do it and you won't reach those goals. But if you're focused on, I can do this, then you'll be amazed at how much of a difference that makes in how much you can achieve. So you, we need to focus on what we want and then act as if we already have it. So, um, th there's actually some very specific ways to go about this. Um, and I've got a, a white paper actually on the affirmation process. If anybody wants to check it out, uh, you can just go over to our successgroup.com forward slash blocks and, um, and, and download that free white paper and, and check that out. Um, so yeah. Um, and then the last part here, Terry is set something up that I, I call margins. Um, it's actually comes from a book called the slide edge. I, I've changed the name a little bit, but, uh, basically we want to come up with basic actions that you can take preferably daily that are, that's going to help you reach your goal. So, so goal is going to be how much and by when. It's going to have an affirmation and it's going to have these margins, these things that you can put on a little sheet of paper and have one for each day of the year and go, okay, I've checked off the margin task for today and it's going to get me closer to my goal. So, um, I love it. Yeah. So if I can give you a quick example of, of this, if, if that's helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, and I'm not saying I haven't set my goals yet, so I'm just throwing some stuff out there. So don't hold me accountable to this yet, but maybe. <laughs> um, so my goal would be have sold uh, 300 or more of the five keys of growing and launching training program by June 15th, 2022 at 5 p.m. Central Time. So there's a how much, there's 300, and by when, date June 15th, 2022. I always even put a time in it because you'd be surprised that what happens at 4 p.m. on June 15th uh, could be what, what <laughs> makes or breaks things. So if you put that time limit on it, it, uh, it, it. really works. Um, and then uh, the next part is the affirmation. And so uh, the affirmation I would put together for this is I am grateful. My abundance mindset has led to over 300 uh, or more growing businesses having invested in the five keys of growing and launching training program. And I just say that to myself every day. And so I get that, that attitude of, yep, we can do this. And then the lastly, the, the margin, the activity that I could do is to make sure that I share the five keys program details with at least one person every day. And, um, you know, if, if I need to share it with 300 total people, I divide by that or, but my hope is that sharing it with one person or many people like this, that, you know, it, it would expand. So that's kind of the quick example of that, Terry, what, what are your thoughts on well, that whole goal well, setting it, process? It, it, if it's a, if it's company goals, make sure you share it with every single person in the company. Yeah. And, you know, if I could uh, take a minute to give you an example of a short term goal that yeah. I, that I had to deal with one time, uh, we came up on our production schedule. Uh, and this is when I was running a pretty big production floor. Um, we came up on the schedule. I can't remember what the reasoning for it was. Cause I'm a, I'm a big schedule guy, but we came up, to the point where we had about six days worth of production to get done in, in, in five. And so I got the entire production floor together and said, here's where we are for this week. And, and uh, here's where we need to be. And, and, and everybody's got to, uh, 
got to pitch in and help. And what yeah. happened with that six days of production is I, I, I didn't have to do anything more. I'd look out on the production floor and on breaks, all the supervisors were out there running the presses. The presses didn't stop. And, and then um, people started staggering their lunches. They all got together. It's like, okay, we get this goal. Let's do this. They got it all done in four days. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just a matter of saying, hey, here's what we need to accomplish or here's what we want to accomplish. Yeah. And and people want to participate. Your, your employees, and not everybody sees their employees this way, but they want they want to be successful. They want your business to be successful. Yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, include them in, in any of these kinds of goals or any of this kind of planning. Yeah. And Terry, I think the one th other thing I'd like to add to that, because I, I know you and so I know how this went. I, I didn't wasn't there for this specific thing, but I know how you operate. And I think the other part that was probably important to that was that it wasn't like, hey, you guys are slacking. You, we've got to do this. It was, hey, we're going to do this together. It's a it's a teamwork thing. And then the other side of it wasn't like after they took six days and made it four days that you didn't go, well, why aren't we doing that all the time? Right. You, you, exactly. You know, this right. Was, I, no way. You've got to. <laughs> you know, you can only sustain that for so long. And, and so working together with them is what creates that opportunity for them to want you to be successful. But if you're you, constantly, you know, just trying to put the hammer down on them all the time, it's just not going to work. Well, in, in, in a positive work environment, people want to, to pitch in a, a negative work environment. They're like, makes no difference to me. I make the same amount of money, whether we do this or not. Yeah. And, and so uh, a positive work environment that let's make a note of that for next year. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. You, you, you did not micromanage your way to success. That's, I that's did not. <laughs> for anybody, so, any new listeners, uh, that's, uh, that's our joking book that Aaron and I are writing together, how to micromanage your business to success. <laughs> <laughs> and we have not written it yet because it's not possible. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. All right. All right, Terry. Well, last but not least here, you wrap us up. The, I'm, I, I'm excited. I, I have a short one and, and it's simple. Follow through, follow through with your customers, follow through with your employees, follow through with your personal plans. And, and, and this one generated with me, uh, Aaron, from talking to someone just last week who uh, was calling around trying to buy a piece of equipment. And number one, all I could get was an answering machine. Number two, no one ever called me back. Yeah. And, and I think we all experience that with like, like if, if you own a home, you you've experienced this. Yes. Someone schedules to come and put in new chandelier and, and a week later after they were supposed to be there, Oh, sorry, do you still need that done? And uh, I mean, I've, I've got a ceiling fan that I'm pointing at my ceiling. It's in the garage because a year ago <laughs> I had someone who just kept rescheduling, rescheduling, and he, he never, he never showed up. Yeah. So I, I finally just put it in the garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to give you money. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even say, but you've got to do it for this price. I just want it up there. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to freaking put, uh, uh, you're exactly right. I mean, and, and honestly, that, that's what kind of separates uh, people that are successful and not successful is, are you doing what you said you're going to do? Even if it's something in, in passing, you know, I'm, not the greatest at that all the time. I'll make commitments and then realize, shoot, I shouldn't have made that commitment. So I'm working on that. And, but one thing that I've really kind of done is that I've got to make sure that, you know, if 
I made a commitment on this show, I go back and watch the show and say, okay, what did I commit to? And then if I can't do it, I got to make sure that I apologize for that. And, and again, you're not going to be able to get to everything, but making sure that that's part of who you are in 2022, I think is really important, Terry. Um, a good example of that is, um, and, and this is why I know our, our future is bright for our industry. So last week after the, the Reggie show, Eric and I were on the half and uh, there was some discussion about hats and patches and stuff like that. And um, the, the young man was at school, so he wasn't listening, but his dad was listening, Jeff Fuller. And they, we were talking about it. I said, hey, Jeff, ask Adam to reach out to me, email me. So instead of him then calling me, which <laughs> happens a lot too, I say, hey, can you email me? And then I get a call and I'm like, okay. But um, I said, hey, have him email me because I would like to buy that hat. I'm not a hat guy, but it was cool. And I wanted to have it. Guess what? The next day I got an email from Adam, 10 year old Adam. And he said, Hey, I heard you were interested in the hat. Here's the details. Um, let me know what questions you have. I said, the fact that you got back to me uh, right away is a <laughs> doesn't happen all the time. This is, I've had other situations in our industry where people have, I've said, Hey, I want that. And nobody <laughs> ever calls me back. Um, so I said, yes, send me the invoice. Well, that was last Saturday. There's what I have hat. in, in my hand right here, this hat. So thank you, Eric. <laughs> for, for our list, for our podcast listeners, it's the 2021 Reggie, um, nominated. <laughs> yep. 2021 Reggie nominated. nominated. <laughs> yep. So I've got that hat and, uh, it was, it was a great experience. And, but what made it a great experience is, um, he did what he said he was going to do. You know, his dad made a commitment for him and uh, we went from there. I asked him to do it. If he didn't reach out, it, you know, and, and his dad didn't say that he would, then I probably would have been okay with that. But at the same time, uh, here's somebody that is wanting to give you money and I paid for it just like any other customer and, and away we went. So I did get an yeah, extra yeah. patch. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. So. <laughs> oh, nice. a little, always that little extra bonus that's what you always remember that's so. right that's right so i love it terry thank this that's a great great suggestion to close us out here all right so that's that those are our uh, our thoughts for 2022 everybody yeah definitely all right uh one quick comment from christine here she says oh that's awesome adam is going to go far in the industry and kudos to jeff for teaching him what he needed to do so yeah oh, wonderful good all right, Terry. Well, um, yes, that's 2022 planning. Hopefully you guys are able to take some nuggets out of that. I know uh, I've got some nuggets from Terry there. Thank you for putting it into an outline format well. that I can take and use. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, oh, sorry, one another uh, quick comment here from Barb before I get completely off track. Uh, follow up with your customers is very important. You can easily lose a sale but not following it, by not following up. I also find that fast follow-up increases the ability to upsell other products. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with that, Barb. And, and um, Terry, I think you'll remember this from the ThreadX event in Scottsdale uh, where Jay Bear had uh, did a presentation for us. And one of the things that he said in there that has always stood out to me, and I, I borrow this all the time from him, is you know, speed is a choice. We, we can choose to respond right away or we can let the email stack up and, and then be overwhelmed by it. I mean, that's, that's our choice. And so you have to have a, have a system to be speedy. <laughs> I think the stat exactly. that he, he had shared or that I, that I've read somewhere along the way that, that uh, 
people expect a reply within 10 minutes if it's through if you have a messenger app set up and so <laughs> how do you do that that's uh, that's tough so yeah all right well terry what do you have coming up here into 2022 I'm starting to fill up the uh, big book of travel 2022. So uh, <laughs> my complete screen for any business course at Workhorse Products here in Phoenix is February 19th and 20th. Uh, that class is starting to fill up, folks. So if you're wanting to come to Phoenix in February, perfect you, time to come. You are uh, wanting to come to Phoenix in February. <laughs> exactly. uh, and my class at Atlas Screen Supply in Chicago is March 5th and 6th. Uh, I have three additional classes at both those locations on my website. So if wow. you're looking for a later date, uh, jump over there and you can find all my upcoming events at terrycombs.com. How about you, Aaron? Excellent. Wow. Uh, yeah. Check out terrycombs.com. And, and um, I didn't know you had those extra dates up. I'll have to go grab I those did. for the show notes. So, um, so uh, for me coming up here in 30 minutes, exactly. We've got the half with Eric Campbell and myself. Um, it's a wide open 30 minutes of Q&A. There's no script, no outline, just answering listeners' questions and comments. And we try to get to everybody. But uh, it is the one time in Eric and I's life that we are 30 minutes on the nose, no bonus time. Um, except for, I think we went a minute over last week. We, we lost track. <laughs> so, you can only do 29 today then. Yeah. <laughs> we, we took out. There you go. That's a good idea, Eric. Um, so uh, if you want to tune in, you can go to liveosg.com or Facebook. If you'd rather watch on the Facebook side, the Live OSG takes you to the YouTube page, uh, facebook.com, our success group pro. Either of those places, YouTube or Facebook, you also need to make sure that you're searching for Eric, E-R-I-C-H, Campbell, and uh, subscribe and like and get reminders and all that stuff. So it's on all four of those channels. And I think we've even now pushed it over to uh, to my LinkedIn page. So if you happen to be on LinkedIn, you might see it there. But that's happening in now 29 minutes. And so that's coming up. Um, also, for me, uh, we've got things, contracts signed, everything's all set here for uh, some seminars I will be doing at the DAX Kansas City and the DAX Chicagoland shows. Uh, as Kristen had mentioned earlier, doesn't look like there's going to be a Minnesota show this year, but those two other DAX shows will be going on in their normal time slots, uh, February 25th and 26th for Kansas City and April 22nd and 23rd for the Chicagoland one, the Tinley Park. Um, so on, on Friday of both those shows from 1230 to 3.40 p.m., it's a half-day workshop. I'm going to be teaching content creation for the modern world's front door, your online presence. And uh, this is going to be a half-day workshop. It's going to be chocked full of content creation tips. And you'll also leave. It's going to, we're going to get this hands-on. We'll see how this goes. Could be technical difficulties, but that's part of it. So we're going to learn about that. <laughs> um, you're going to leave with your very own recorded version of an elevator pitch that you could post right on your website uh, immediately thereafter. I love it. So, uh, yeah, we, we want to upgrade people's digital front door to an open concourse amphitheater that everybody wants to come in and join. So <laughs> nice. That's what we're going for. <laughs> and then on Saturday, I will be teaching uh, three pricing strategies to avoid and what to do instead. So uh, we want to strategically look at, at pricing in a different mindset. And, and that way, we're not only generating more profits, but we're also giving ourselves more protection from mistakes and downturns and creating raving loyal fans in the process. So your, your pricing strategy can do that for you. And we're going to talk about how to do that. So that's happening at DAX. 
Uh, my big book of Aaron's travels is definitely picking up too, Terry. So it is official. I kind of <laughs> teased this earlier on, but uh, I'm super, super excited about this. I get to be the MC for the Start Here Academy that's going to be taking place at the Charlotte Graphics Pro Expo on September 16th. Um, so this special Start Here Academy is an extra event. It's kind of a 101 level tutorial and uh, techniques geared towards assisting new businesses and kind of helping established businesses grow and find new profit centers. Uh, it's really geared for the makers and the crafters who are interested in turning their hobbies into businesses. Um, so it, it's the other fun part about this is it's a night school type experience. And there's also going to be food and drink involved. So plenty of networking opportunities too. So even if you're an established business, I think you're going to be able to take something out of this. In fact, I know you're going to be able to take something out of this. I will make sure that um, I, I leave you with plenty of tips and I know the rest of the folks involved in this are going to be bringing lots of value to this event. So um, I cannot wait for that. Really excited about that. And uh, then last but not least, Terry, uh, as we come to the close of the year here, uh, our success group is having our year-end success sale, and uh, we actually have a special first month price for our membership group that we call OSG Squad. And so for the low, low price of $1, you can check out what we're doing over at our success group for, for one month, and then it reverts to our normal monthly price. And uh, so if you want to learn more about that, go to OurSuccessGroup.com forward slash sales. So that's what awesome. I've got coming up. Thank you. And uh, would you share Eric's upcoming I, I, stuff for us, please, sir? I will indeed. Uh, join Eric on his show at 2.30 Mountain Time for The Take Up. Today, it is episode 94. So taking stock and setting goals for your machine embroidery business. Uh, all about realistic evaluation of your work and setting goals that stick and stay on track for your purpose or with your purpose, uh, head over to ericcampbell.com, E-R-I-C-H, E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-E-R-I-C-H-
So, Terry, this will be our last show of 2021 as we come into the holiday break. So we'll be coming back on January 7th, and it will be Terry and I again doing our annual 10 things we'd like to see for 2022. Um, always a, and it's always fun to also go look back at what we said the previous years and see what happened and what didn't happen. Yeah. And sometimes there's things like, Hey, we still want this to happen. So we'll, we'll keep it coming. Um, or, who, or who knew it happened? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, looking forward to that on the seventh, but until then, if you, if you're someone that celebrates Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, happy holidays and happy new year, everyone. Thank you so much. All right. Until then I'm Terry Combs. He's Aaron Montgomery. And we are the two regular guys. Here we go. We're out. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.